You're listening to another ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to Smart Connect Podcast, the podcast for small to medium-sized enterprises. Join your host, Anne-Marie Cross, as she interviews business experts and industry thought leaders on best practice initiatives, innovation, and insights to help you grow your business. Now, over to your host. Welcome to Smart Connect Podcast, Episode 3, featuring business experts and industry thought leaders to help you effectively navigate a constantly changing and disruptive marketplace. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. According to today's guest, 49% of smartphone users say they've tried new brands after seeing them in search engine results. So let me ask you a question. If one of your potential customers was searching for your product or your service on Google, would they find your business? or would they find one of your competitors? Joining me on today's show is Tony Sambel. Tony's the founder and director of Spicy Web, a web design and Google AdWords premier partner. Spicy Web is one of Google's first Google partners, and so they're experts in this field, and they hold a great relationship with Google. Now, Tony states, Google's a tool that gives businesses a billboard that if, you know, was shown to your customers or, or people or potential customers who are interested or looking for your services, guess what? You only pay once they visit your website. Now on today's show, Tony's going to share some basic Google methods which can save you thousands of dollars per month in your AdWords spend. Also ask the question, is your current agency, your Google AdWords agency doing enough for you? He's also going to share some ways to make sure they're working hard for you, as well as who cares about cost per click, CPC. Tony and his team care about cost per lead, and so should you. So welcome to the show, Tony. Thank you very much. This is a topic that many people just get so confused about. So it's great to be able to have you share your insight on the show today. So speaking about Google, you talk about some basic methods, which is going to cost you thousands of dollars per month in AdWords spend. And I know that so many businesses who've tried to dip their toe into the, the Google AdWords arena sometimes really have got stung and it's cost them a lot of money. It's so true. Every time I would do an event where I'm speaking, I just get everyone to put their hands up who's tried AdWords and like a lot of hands will go up and then I say, well, who's still doing it? And all these hands will go down. Yeah. Um, and it's usually because they got stung by an agency or they got stung by trying it themselves. Mm. Let's talk about some of these uh, Google methods. What are some basic methods that we need to know? So one that trips up everyone that is so obvious yet gets missed and it's not until you explain how it works is just the use of negative keywords. And I'll give a perfect example of an account that was run by an agency um, and they just weren't doing this properly. So I've got a house extension company client. And so they just do like second story extensions or you know, making the house bigger, basically. Mm-hmm. And they had people that were looking for the term extensions. Now, the problem that they had was they had it as a what's referred to as a broad keyword. And they also had it as a phrase keyword, which is a good method. But they didn't have any negative keywords. So it meant that Google could sort of fill in the blanks. So an example of how that was negative is if you just had the, the word maybe Melbourne extensions, which you go, yeah, we're we build house extensions in Melbourne. What's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. Well, Google might actually show your ad for someone that's doing maybe hair extensions or fingernail oh. extensions or eyelash extensions. And this is exactly what was happening. Now, you go, well, it's only pay-per-click, so how is that bad? Well, 
some people, and I'm talking about the general population, don't always read what they're clicking on. They just go sometimes and just click on that first sort of ad, okay? Mm-hmm. And from what we saw was there were women that were looking for eyelash, fingernail, hair extensions. They were all visiting the webpage. Obviously, they were leaving straight away, but that was a genuine click because the client didn't say anyone looking for that is not what we want. So simply by adding the word hair, nail, and eyelash and things like that as negative keywords meant that they would never show for an inappropriate search and that literally saved them at least 600 to $1,000 a month of invalid clicks. Wow. Yeah, because as I mentioned in the introduction, uh, when people are searching, you don't actually have to pay till someone clicks. Now, Tony, you've, you've provided a fantastic example for a method. What I'm going to do is backtrack a little bit because I wanted to sh- you to share how this can work and how we can save money. But for those people who really have not grasped the full understanding of, of Google, Google AdWords, but also the benefits, some of the really great outcomes and I know that you've you shared us a number in your show notes, but I want you to share this live today. What are some of the things that we can expect as businesses when we get it right, when we in, invest in the right keywords and do all of the right techniques that you're going to share today? What kind of results can we expect? Essentially, when it's done properly, you are showing an ad only the people that are looking for exactly what you do. And you're only paying when they actually visit the website or call your phone. Mm. That is the only time you'll ever get charged. If they came to the website or they, if they're on a mobile, you actually can only pay if they call your phone. If it's done well, as I said, you're only showing these ads to people that are looking for exactly what you offer as a service or product. And, and as mentioned, you know, 49% of smartphone users say that they've tried new brands after seeing them in search engine results. I mean, that is incredible. And I know that the mobile users, the smartphone users is increasing. So many more of us are doing searches uh, for potential service providers and so forth on our, on our mobile devices. 49% is an incredibly high amount, which I'm sure is only going to get uh, higher and, and higher. So in other words, if we're not there, if we're not amongst the the top ranking and not really using these strategies we probably wouldn't get found exactly google has a term that they're sort of trying to you know invent which is called micro moments and essentially this is the world we live in for advertising so when your car say gets a flat battery and you go to start it in the morning because we've got a mobile phone in our pocket, you know, you're not opening up the yellow pages to find a mechanic or something like that. You're literally just going to look up a battery replacement on your mm-hmm. phone, new battery. When your hairdryer breaks, when you're drying your hair, in that moment, you look and you can find a solution to your problem. And that's the world we live in. And now, if you're not in that micro moment, you miss out. Yes. And that moment is on its on mobile phones and it's on computers. This is how we are finding solutions to our problem. Tony, I know that many changes are being made and often that really is going to impact whether or not we get found. You know, many of us are doing content marketing strategy and so forth as well. When it comes to Google AdWords, is that also something that changes regularly that we then need to keep up to date with? Yes, I think I only kept track of it once, but one year they made 6,000 changes oh, to their wow. platform. Obviously, <laughs> these aren't all major changes, okay? Mm. But um, one major change that you could consider is at the end of last year, they totally redid how their search ads are structured, which meant for our clients, we had to rebuild every single ad wow. for every account. Um, Obviously, you could leave it as is, but mm. then you are 
your ad looks stupid compared to the everyone else's. And that's just the normal changes. As an agency, we also get access to beta, like early access to things. Yes. So we have to be so on top of so many things. Mm. And um, they're usually great things um, that will benefit you, but you have to be on top of it. Yeah. And I'd imagine too, when you're working with clients and, uh, you know, obviously the strategies that you're developing for them, once you've got all the key points, if there are different changes, it may only require some tweaks here and there. Obviously, in this case, it required a, a, a total rebuild, so to speak, so that the, the ad showed up well placed and, and looking good. But uh, otherwise, you know, it's not going to require constant change and, and so forth. No. And once you get everything right, if you use a service such as yourself you're generating from the back end and follow through for your business real profits so yes. uh, it, it's really an, an investment let's talk about another one of these strategies or methods that you're using that you know can save thousands of dollars per month on AdWords spend getting out of I guess the technical side of things because there's like so many technical parts that are being missed out on such as I talked about negative keywords another thing I would briefly want to mention is targeting like yo, I see ads constantly showing up yeah when I'm just doing research for a client of their competitor showing up for something that's not relevant say they're a Brisbane based mechanic and I'm seeing their ads here because they haven't set to only shop in Brisbane they've got uh. the default which is Australia so these are amateur mistakes you know, you'd hope only done because they're doing it themselves. They've just gone next, next, next without actually reviewing the default targeting methods of Google. So there's obviously those sorts of things. But the thing that we're passionate about here and um, that I want to highlight to the listeners would be making use of what's unique about AdWords, which is that for once with advertising, you can learn everything about what you have done instantly okay so in the old days you'd pay a thousand dollars to put your ad in the newspaper and how do you know whether it's working i mean you might have a comment in there you mentioned this ad to get something off or you might ask them these days people can find you in so many different ways even if you have an internal method of asking them how did you find us they're not necessarily going to remember what keyword they typed in. Um, mm -hmm. They might not even know they were clicking on an ad. Most people say, no, I never click on those ads. And you go, well, I'm almost certain you found me through that ad. Um, <laughs> yes. So they just honestly don't know what they're doing half the time. But what you need to do is take advantage of that data. And the amazing thing about AdWords is not only will you know how many clicks you're getting than what they're doing on your website, but you can track each click to which ones led to a phone call or an email inquiry or any other action that is important to you. And then you can start to actually optimize the account going, these keywords here are actually leading to great phone calls. And these ones over here are actually leading to no phone calls. And these ones over here lead to phone calls, but not that well. It's costing me $200 per phone call or per lead, mm -hmm. where this one's costing me $20 per lead. I'm going to shuffle my money out of here and put it in here. You know, yes. it's just a smart way to spend your money. If you're not able to track and monitor, you're not able to tweak, improve, delete, get rid of that kind of thing. And so what you're just saying is, is so imperative. And I think for many business owners, one of the key areas is number one, they haven't hired or invested in the right service, the right agency, or number two, if they are doing it themselves or with their team, they're not seeing all of the different parts that move together. There may be one key area that's working really well. You might have, in, in the case that you've just 
just provided. You've got some great keywords, but you're being searched Australia-wide. And if you're a local business in Brisbane, if someone clicks in your ad in Melbourne, they're not going to go, well, you're the best mechanic in the in Australia. I'm going to drive up to your, <laughs> you know, yep. your mechanical business. Are there any other methods that you recommend we do? The only other thing is when it comes to a strategy is there are so many different ways to advertise in Google that you need, I guess, someone with the experience like uh, this is where we can add another value is because we work with so many industries and this you know service constantly every day. It's our nine to five. We're in this platform. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to learn things from others and experience and just reading about that saves you time and money. Yes. So, Everyone, when they think of Google AdWords, they think of when I go to google.com and do a search for something, I see those ads up the top, yeah. okay? So they're the, that's what they think of. What they're ignoring is that 90% of the ads on the internet on other websites such as like news.com and sort of any sort of website that has ads, 90% of those ads you're seeing are part of Google's network. So one very simple method of advertising is a thing called remarketing okay and what this is is you're showing ads only to people that have already been to your website so we're not caring about which website they go to after you but we're going to show them ads of you put this in a real case scenario you're a holiday business maybe um trips to europe someone comes to your website they read a page about trips to europe and then they leave because who's going to book a trip to Europe from that first website they went to. Maybe you were the first one they went to. They're going to spend months probably planning their trip. The issue with that is they're just going to go to other websites. They're going to keep reading about Europe. They're going to do all these other things. They're going to easily forget you and your business name. Research shows people remember what they Google, not the business that they went to. So how do you how do you stay in the forefront of their mind? You know, they've probably looked at 10 other websites. Well, with remarketing, you can show banner ads, display ads, so picture ads, to just the people that went to a certain page on your website or to your whole website, but you can narrow it down to a certain page. Yes. So what that means is I've been to your website, read about your packages to Europe, then I've gone around the internet, and now I'm starting to see your yeah. banner ads yes. on other websites that mm-hmm. remind me that you have trips to Europe. And maybe if you really want to get them back, you might offer them a little coupon that gets them a free I don't know, upgrade or a free travel pack or something like that that entices them to come back. And this is fantastic. And once again, you're only paying if they click to come back to your website. So as far as branding goes, you could be paying to really strengthen your brand by showing your ads to people that have already become aware of you in one way or another. Yes. And it's going to cost you 20 cents for them to come back to your website. It's it's almost like a no-brainer. I've just seen people say, oh, I, th- I thought it was fate that I should have bought that. You know, like yeah. it's amazing. Like <laughs> It showed up don't... three times and I thought <laughs> yeah. I must buy that. But, um, <laughs> it just, you're only paying for them to come back. And think about the life cycle for your customers. Um, if you're selling, you know, like staplers, no one's going to make it. That's not a, that's an instant decision. If you're a plumber, you're not really going to have to do this, okay? Because mm. someone needs a plumber, they're going to do a search and they're going to go with you if you can come out that day. If you sell cars, holidays, insurance, you're an accountant, anything where people aren't going to just, yeah, I'm just going to go with you because you were the first one I found, then you need to think of a different strategy and that would either be remarketing, you can also show ads 
on other websites based on the person's interest. You know, Google, like any digital company, knows everything about you. There's no such thing as privacy on the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hate to tell you that, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry, guys, to burst your little <laughs> bubble, but they they know your search history. They know your location history. They can, If you're a Gmail user, they can even get aggregate data from your emails. Okay, so, mm-hmm. but as a business owner, forget privacy, think about profits. These are ways you we can target your business to your target market. Yeah. And if you follow the step-by-step, if you've got your keywords right, if you've got, you know, where you want to be found, you know, by which consumers and so forth, and you've got all the negative keywords right, so you're not showing up for search. So people who are clicking through to that web page are interested in what you have to offer if they're in the process of doing research and really considering their options if you then start to follow them around as they continue searching and going about their day guess who's going to be top of mind when they get to the stage where they're ready to say yes ready to invest you can just see that that would work really well tony let's talk about some of the agencies and whether they're doing enough and some key ways that we can make sure that they are working hard for us. Besides giving you a list of technical things to look at, um, like obviously have a look at how many negative keywords you have, you know, if any. So that's one thing. The second thing would be to look at your ads that you have in each ad group. I'm try, like, I'll try not to be too complicated, but you should have more than one ad for an ad group. For those that don't know, you've got a structure inside AdWords. So you've got a campaign which sort of has a budget and your target area. Mm-hmm. And then inside the campaign, you have ad groups, which is like themes of what you're targeting. So you might group, each one could be a group, like a service or a product. You might have headphones, you might have pens, you might have computer screens. So each one of them would make an ad group. You should have multiple ads because you don't know what's the best way to phrase that ad. I don't, yes. even with my experience. So you should have multiple ads that rotate and then you'll learn. So by you're testing, at the data. aren't you? You're testing the data. Which exactly. one had the most clicks, the most uh, responses, and from there you can continue to refine. Absolutely yeah. makes sense. And the other thing, um, the third thing would be looking at quality score. Um, this is all Google works off an auction. So how do they decide who deserves it better? Well, they look at who's doing a better job. Quality score is a metric where they rank each keyword according to how well it relates to the ad group, how well it relates to your landing page. That means the page you're sending your ad traffic to. And they look at a lot of other things. And essentially, it's out of 10 where one is bad, 10 is great. You want anything from seven up, okay? Not everything has to be seven up, but if you've got 90% a six and under, then you are paying more for your clicks than you should be, okay? The higher your quality score, the lower you pay. So the more accurate it's done, the better the quality score, the lower you pay. And I've seen results where someone was paying eight, nine dollars a click, we <gasps> fix the quality score and that jumps down to two dollars, three dollars. Wow. Okay. Wow. And that's how Google helps the auction stay fair because as more and more people do it, how can they let multiple people compete? The one final thing, because I don't want to go about everything you can look at. There's something you can look at and it's hidden away. It's under tools if you're in your account and it's called change history. This will let you see and you can set the date range how often a change is made to the account. And why do I say this? Well, internally, sometimes you might have a mature account and you go, I don't need to make many changes, but there's always something you can do. So we always will make a change, even if it's a small adjustment. I'm talking minor, like adding another ad that's got maybe slightly different wording 
okay? Mm-hmm. Because I may have spent an hour reviewing your account and go, yeah, it's all good, but I want you to, you know, I want to be able to prove that I spent this time, and so I'll always make a change, and that way, when you go to change history, there should be this history of them doing things. I've taken over an account that had six months plus of not one change, and they were paying monthly, I think it was like $800 a month to an agency to monitor and manage and optimize the account. You know, I didn't care if they were spending an hour every day looking at it. There were things that needed changing. I obviously mm-hmm. found things that need changing, but, you know, there's always something you can do. You can always make a bid adjustment. You can always create another ad. And I'm happy to throw someone else under the bus if they just haven't done anything, you yeah. know, because they're, they're going to give AdWords a bad name. And look, Tony, I think as business owners, there are so many facets, as we know, to running a business. And a lot of us have got team that we need to oversee and everything. We don't know what we don't know. So it's really great that, that you're sharing this. And so from what I'm assuming then is that there are some agencies out there that are just not doing that, whether it's because they're lazy or they're just not providing the high quality of service or maybe they're just not aware and up to date of all of these changes. Is that's what you're finding typically that that can it happen? Can, it can be any, yeah. It can be so many reasons. It could be an internal thing. I care mm. who's doing it. If you if you as a business owner have given this task to an agency or an internal marketing person, and there hasn't been one single change in an account after a period of time, they don't have to do it weekly. You know, I'm just saying after a period of time mm. where it would be ridiculous for them not to have made anything then they are you know you as a business owner are wasting your money because after a period of time there are keywords that will need to be adjusted added removed bidded differently there are ads that you will have enough data to go that ad isn't performing we should add another one and pause that one so there's always something you can do at least once a month yeah okay Oh, absolutely agree. And as we yeah. mentioned in, in the, what this whole podcast is about, is about helping businesses remain or navigate and remain competitive in a constantly changing and disruptive marketplace. And as we know with technology, and as you mentioned, there were there was some time where 6,000 or so changes were made within the, the Google technology. And if we're not remaining abreast of that and, and not adjusting and tweaking what we've got, then we're not remaining relevant and so where it's either costing us too much money or we're just not getting found which ultimately will will cost us profits tony let's talk about the cost per click versus cost per lead but let before we dive into saying you know you you care more about the cost per lead for people who are not really familiar with both of these terms what is what does each of those mean cost per click cost per lead cost per click is a terminology inside adwords basically it's always referred to as average because every single click is slightly different. Mm. So it can never, you can never actually see your exact one. But let's say you um, went into your AdWords account or you're, you're doing AdWords. Every time someone clicks on your ad, you get charged for that. And that's referred. And whatever you got charged, say it was $2 for that click, your cost per click was $2. If you had 10 clicks and it cost you $10, then obviously your average is $1 a click. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yes. Now, cost per lead, um, inside AdWords, it can get confusing because there's the terminology of conversions and there's also the terminology as acquisition. Um, and they're the same thing. So Google will give you the cost per conversion and the cost per 
acquisition and basically what that is is a lead and that's why I change the terminology I need to talk to my clients and what they're used to because it's not a real conversion unless we're talking about e-commerce because that's the only time AdWords conversions are true conversions because we know they've made a sale right. um, but if you're a service-based business it just means an inquiry form or a phone call that we tracked from that click yes so if you had 10 clicks and one of them converted and it was a dollar a click then you would have spent ten dollars a conversion mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah absolutely and so you say that you care more about the cost per lead than you do the cost per click why is that 100 percent, because a cost per click really does not matter at all as long as we're achieving a good cost per lead so if we get all bogged down on oh look over time we've brought your cost per click down then we're probably doing that through, I would say, the wrong way of managing an account because because this is an auction, as more people come into this market and more and more people are obviously doing AdWords, yeah, what happens in an auction when you get more people playing? The mm. price will go up. Mm -hmm. But that's just the price of the click, okay, because yes. you know, more people are now bidding. But the conversion, that's the lead. That's the bit that's valuable. If I came up to you and said, how much will you pay for someone's details that is 100% interested in your services and is like ready to go. You should be able to tell me as a business owner how much that is the value of you. These are my um, costs and this is how many leads I get and then you you, know, you, you work it out. Um, any good proactive accountant or business coach should you know, be able to help you achieve this of mm -hmm. figuring out what you're willing to pay per lead. Yeah. Tony, we have covered quite a number of things. People's heads are probably spinning, particularly for those <laughs> who aren't really familiar with Google AdWords. How can they get in contact with you if they can see they really need expert help? The best central place where you can get all our contact details would be our website. Um, that's spicyweb.com.au. Um, spicy spelled S-P-I-C-Y. That is the only way to spell spicy, but I get it wrong many times from people so um, spicyweb.com.au it's got our contact details on there our journal our social media anything that it's all there for you to contact us and read more about us. Fantastic. What I really appreciate and I can really get a sense uh, Tony from you is that yes there's a lot of geek speak around this particular topic but you're, you and your team are really there to support and if it needs to be explained in a way that can be understood you certainly will uh, will do that as well as of course manage everything but I think it's important isn't it and you've shown this through what you've shared today if you do have an agency you need to be familiar they need to explain what they're doing so that every decision that is made is the best decision for your company and if they're not able to provide key feedback to some of the things that you've spoken about today you've really we've got to question whether we're working with the best agency or not 100 percent. that's so true absolutely so please get in contact uh, with tony if that's something that you can see will really help keep your business um, competitive in uh, a very competitive uh, industry for sure tony thanks so much for coming on the show that's right i enjoyed it thank you very much are you a specialist who supports small business and you want to increase your visibility, reach and influence with your own podcast channel, but you don't want to handle the back-end management and ongoing promotion of your show? The Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast Network is on the lookout for a select group of specialists who are ready to become an influencing voice in their industry. So if you're an aspiring podcast host, 
or if you have an existing business-focused podcast and you're looking for ways to increase your exposure, reach and results by leveraging our podcast network platform, let's talk. To find out more, go to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash podcast host. That's www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash podcast host. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Well, that brings us to the end of another show. I do encourage you to reach out to Tony. Talked about a lot of technical things today, but we're clear that you need to be informed about the decisions and marketing that your business is doing. If you want to connect with Australia's foremost collective of business experts and industry thought leaders for small to medium-sized businesses, go to www.ssba.net.au. That's ssba.net.au.